This is Bobby Guy with the 10-Minute Health BizCast. This is album five, track four. With us today is Freedom Awad, the CEO and co-founder of Quality Rehab Management, or QRM. Frida has a degree in speech pathology and a master's in communication disorders from the University of Texas, El Paso. And she's been part of the C-suite at therapy companies for more than 12 years. QRM is a very interesting new play on disaggregating the therapy industry. And we're happy to have Frida with us today. Frida, thanks for joining. Thank you, Bobby. Happy to be here. So tell us about QRM and the services it provides. Well, QRM is simply put an in-house rehab management company. Um, So typically, let's just talk about nursing homes. They need rehab, they need a therapy department, and many times they'll outsource um, to a rehab company. That rehab company has PT, OT, ST, has all the therapists. Those are um, the rehab company's employees. They bring them in to the nursing home and they just are an outsourced company seeing those patients for that nursing home. Uh, What QRM does is convert those facilities to in-house. And so now the therapists become employees of the actual nursing home. Um, We, QRM comes in, they manage, we manage the day in, day out. We manage the therapists, we bring in the software, we manage any ADRs and denials, we cover all the compliance, all the clinical training. We just um, do every single thing an outsourced rehab company would do. We just do it directly with um, the facility operators. So um, it's pretty great. It's a great win-win for everybody involved. The operators of the nursing home don't have to learn anything about therapy, um, but they get their own in-house rehab program. They get their own employees. They don't have the headache of recruiting. Um, QRM does all that for them. We do a lot of training for the therapy staff and, of course, the MBS staff working on their reimbursement, working on their rates, uh, revenue, and we're also controlling their costs. So that's what QRM does in a nutshell. What was the genesis of QRM? In 2018, 2017, the reimbursement uh, system was being talked about and there was going to be a proposal for a change in, in how um, you know Medicare and CMS was going to reimburse. So we used to be under what was called a PPS system and they were going to change to PDPM. That was all supposed to take place 2019. Um, the difference was that it was, you know, rehab reimbursement was going to go from quantity to quality. Um, so I was a president of an outsourced company And I was just, I couldn't figure out how a contract would work with the nursing home because your, your um, ideals and outcome, everything was misaligned. So I was just like thinking (laughs) these nursing homes really don't need to outsource. It doesn't really make sense. They should be in house. Um, And that of course was directly opposite of what I would do day in, day out. Um, so I really just felt strongly that in-house was the way to go. So started thinking, you know, maybe I needed to have a company or start a company. And that is really why QRM is in existence. We truly 
love this industry. We, we are all therapists. We want to see the industry thrive. And the only way I think we're going to be able to do that is to support our operators, support these people who are running these nursing homes, who have the greatest risk. We need to help them and not lead them dry on the other side. So that's really how it all came to be. So typically what happens is, say a nursing home contracts with an outsourced um, therapy company. The, the party that's actually going to pay the outsourced therapy company is the nursing home. Correct. So that's one model is outsourced. Then there's also the model of the nursing home itself just providing the therapy, right? So having, a, having therapy services that it provides through an affiliate or something like that. So that's different than what you're doing also. Can you tell us what that model looks like if it was actually a, a proprietary therapy company? The only difference would be if, um, if the nursing home wanted to do it themselves, which they could absolutely do. Um, but you have to have a pretty savvy operator. Um, they would have, let's say you have one nursing home. You would need to know what the ins and outs of rehab are. You would have to know that you need to recruit a physical therapist, occupational therapist, a speech therapist, and you would need an assistant or two. And then you would need to know the software and you would have to custom build it um, and you have to maintain it. And then you have to know what's the documentation that's required. What is the supervisory requirements? How many assistants can a PT supervise in my state? You need to know the billing codes. You need to know, oh, CMS changed the codes. You got to change um, what you're billing. So again, for us, it's a perfect world. We'll bring those therapists in. We know the rules. We know the regulations. Those therapists will be your employees. You can interview them. You, that's all great. We get everything set up, hand them to your HR person. Now you have a therapy department. We bring the software. We customize it. We do everything that needs to be done in a rehab department, but we're just doing it for one flat rate. You know every single month the fixed cost for your rehab team is going to be the same every month with QRM because we do not charge anything extra if we have to hire 10 PTs for you or one, or if we have to, you know, change the software out, or if there's a denial, it doesn't matter. Everything we do is one flat cost. So that becomes something that an a, a operator for a nursing home can count on, where if, if they're outsourced, one month your invoice might be $50,000, one month your invoice might be $100,000. You never know. It's, it, it fluctuates depending on, on, you know, how many patients they're seeing. So it's very nice to have, to know your fixed cost for rehab, to know your costs are not going to go up. Your revenue is absolutely going to go up. Your cost is going to be fixed. And again, you don't have to learn anything about rehab. You don't have to take on the burden of recruiting. You have to take on the burden of, again, knowing the ins and outs of, of CMS and, and the guidelines. I think this is a perfect example of how, changes in the healthcare industry now and in reimbursement create opportunity. Absolutely. This, the change in reimbursement turned the industry upside down. And it was so interesting to be part of it because from one day to the next you had, it was all about volume. The more minutes of therapy you provided, the more you got paid. From one minute to the next, it went doesn't matter how many minutes you deliver, we're going to pay you X. That completely changed the game. 
what happened from 2018 to 2019 when the, when the system changed, you had all of a sudden, it wasn't about volume. So you had a ton of therapists now that were available because it didn't matter how much therapy you provided. So now you have this influx of therapists, a surplus of therapists. That would have been the way it was. But with the pandemic, everything was turned on its head once again. And now we do not have that surplus of therapists because as we know, everybody wanted to get out of healthcare. So now everybody's searching for nurses and therapists. And it's been really incredible to watch how very different things have changed in the last three years. Um, but through all that, miraculously, QRM just continued to thrive. I don't think I would have ever lived to see a change in my industry like this in such a short amount of time, um, as well as everybody, you know, in, in healthcare. All right. So last question, Frida, you've been in U.S. healthcare for more than 12 years. If you could snap your fingers and change one thing about how we do healthcare in the U.S., what would it be? Well, Bobby, I uh, don't know. I don't know if I can cuss on your podcast. <laughs> of course you can. I will try. How about um, I'll try and make it as PG as possible. I would cut out all the healthcare just BS. And I know that's not super popular, but um, it's painful to me that, you know, CMS, especially during the pandemic, they find operators. They, they were looking for you know, things that they were doing wrong. Operators were trying to survive. I know operators. I know this industry. I've been doing this for a long time. Yes, there are bad apples. Absolutely. Yes, you have to protect the public. Absolutely. But the majority of people are trying to do their very best. And having entities come into your facility during the biggest crisis and fining people was unbelievable to me. They should have been helping, supporting. That's what they should have been doing. So that type of thing makes me crazy. Frida, thanks very much for being with us. Thank you, Bobby. It's been fantastic. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us. <laughs>